not your ordinary review show. New Reader Media. Give us a call in 1-800-734-7871. We'll be covering a lot of books, so stay tuned. Not your ordinary review show. New Reader Media. Hi there. Welcome to the Not Your Ordinary Review Show. I'm Richard, and welcome to New Reader Media's first ever podcast with our first ever guest, Bill Arnott. I'm really excited to hear about Gone Viking. I mean, it sounds good, looks good, but I want to know more from the author himself. Hey there, Bill. Welcome to the show. Hi, this is Bill Arnott. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And uh, you know, I'm a fan of New Reader Magazine. And what a privilege to be talking about my Gone Viking travelogues. Uh, so to answer your earlier question, these Gone Viking travelogues, it's nonfiction travel literature. And I've spent uh, the better part of two decades traveling around a lot of the globe, following uh, history's greatest explorers, specifically the Scandinavian voyagers. We we consider the Vikings. I played off the fact that that word was originally a verb. It meant to go voyaging. So I, I spent eight years traveling around uh, most of the Northern Hemisphere, following modern day Vikings, as well as the historical uh, classic Vikings in their longships with the dragon head prows, and uh, going to these key sites around, well, all of uh, Europe and across the North Atlantic and around the Mediterranean, where these historical um, uh, voyagers and these uh, famous Scandinavian explorers where they raided and traded and traveled and settled and was uh, amazed to uncover a lot more anthropological evidence and history than a lot of uh, previous authors had ever known or dreamed possible. These uh, voyagers covered a great swath of the globe. So these gone Viking travelogues of mine are, uh, there's adventure, it's good armchair escape, travel literature, there's a lot of humor and a bit of history as well. So it's something I've been very proud to share with a lot of folks around the globe, what we consider ourselves part of the Gone Viking community. And I'm delighted that both Gone Viking, a travel saga, and its sequel, Gone Viking 2, Beyond Boundaries, have both won a number of international uh, literature awards. So it's something I'm very uh, pleased and, and proud to talk about. And uh, again, that's uh, just very fun to share with you here today. Tell us more about Gone Viking and what people can expect from this piece of travel literature and what motivated you to write it. Oh, what motivated or inspired me to write the books? Well, I had a sort of a eureka moment um, sort of early on in the travels that ended up becoming the first Gone Viking travel saga. Uh, I was at a, a Viking ship museum in a town called Roskilde, that's just outside of Copenhagen in Denmark. And on the wall there at this uh, lovely uh, Oceanside Museum, there's a world map and these great red arrows spanning out all over the northern uh, half of the planet where Viking explorers had uh, raided and traded and settled. And it, it just shocked me the amount of the globe that these ancient uh, voyagers uh, had explored. And I thought, oh, I want to go to there, <laughs> like a kid in a candy store. And uh, that, that really sort of struck home. And I realized, gosh, I had in fact already explored a number of these places. And with a few more years of concentrated uh, sort of effort and travel planning and excursions and expeditions, I was able to get to the lion's share of these uh, sort of critical geographical spots around the globe where these Vikings had uh, sort of made their mark, either uh, really establishing new communities or effects with language, uh, cuisine, architecture, and uh, 
sort of naval design and shipbuilding. So it became uh, a little bit of a treasure hunt, but uh, also uh, a means of sort of checking off these key spots on the globe and uh, seeing just how far and maybe even a little further if I could go beyond where some of these great explorers had gone. So there's a touch of dreaminess to it, like uh, uh, if we were to open the pages of a great uh, Norse saga. And that's something that really I found uh, motivating and inspirational. So it was really eight years ultimately of travel and research and writing to complete that first Gone Viking travel saga. And the subsequent uh, sequel uh, covers an additional 10 years of travel, uh, but it was three years of concentrated research and writing to uh, complete the sequel. Yeah. I see it's more than a travel memoir. I mean, let's talk about your influences, right? What are your greatest influences in writing and what pushed you to writing this Gone Viking piece? Well, who am I? influences. Gosh, um, I would say the, the great travel writers. I mean, I, I write what I enjoy reading and I've been a huge fan of, of very good engaging travel literature for a lot of years. So I've enjoyed Jan Morris and Freya Stark and Paul Thoreau and Michael Palin and not only great researchers but folks that uh, you know, can make you think as you're enjoying your armchair travel and not afraid to make a good joke if it uh, moves the story along and it's uh, genuinely funny and it can maybe uh, uh, maybe even uh, share another level or reveal another facet of the place that we're exploring together, reader and writer. And I find that uh, a wonderful motivator. You talked about physical transport and this is more of a armchair traveling, right? I mean, to all your readers, especially in Canada, what message do you want to convey to them? Or what do, what do you want them to get from your book? A key message I'd want to convey is the fact that to me, great engaging travel experiences and travel writing uh, are never about necessarily that physical transport between places. And by that, I mean, it doesn't matter how many countries you visit or how many passport stamps you, you accumulate or pins in a map. To me, you can have a great travel experience without necessarily leaving your home. Some of the great greatest travel uh, books I've read um, are from folks that don't necessarily leave their home. And I'm not talking about their home uh, town. I mean, you could be in a specific room and you can have great sensory engagement exploring the world. It could be through maps. It could be through other people's writing. And of course, we all have different budgetary constraints. We all have different uh, times mobility issues or restrictions. And uh, that's something I'm adamant about is you do not have to physically necessarily go anywhere to have a great engaging, uh, thought-provoking and educational travel experience. Um, having said that, I felt very fortunate to, to physically go to a range of places and, and touch and experience uh, different things and, and uh, you know, archaeological and anthropological uh, objects. But again, you know, online, I think so a lot of us learned this uh, during a couple of years of uh, pandemic lockdown. You can have uh, great experiences from the relative uh, comfort or confines of your own home. That's something I, I always like to convey. Let's talk about your target audience, because I know a lot of people would be very much interested in reading about Vikings. Well, who's my target audience? Well, 
Um, I certainly haven't specified it as such. I mean, folks uh, that have been enjoying the book, and both the first and second Gone Viking uh, travelogue uh, have been bestsellers, uh, and I've been very, very uh, pleased and proud by that. But that also tells me there's a great breadth of readership. I've had some very young readers and some very elderly readers. Uh, anyone that likes uh, tends to like true stories. In the bookstores, you'll see them in nonfiction, you'll see them in travel, travel literature, uh, travel memoir, adventure travel. So it's that kind of a great armchair escape with, as I said before, some history, some humor, and I'm always delighted when I hear from folks and they say, well, you got me thinking, uh, or maybe you, uh, uh, it may have been emotional at times, but a genuinely uh, enjoyable read with a lot of laughter. And then I feel uh, we've hit the mark with respect to reaching our ideal reader. You've written a sequel to Gone Viking Travel Saga. Will there be a Gone Viking 3 or other books? I have written a, a number of other books. Most of my writing tends to be this non-fiction travel memoir. Folks seem to be enjoying it and I've been pleased with the, with the feedback and, and readership. Um, so Gone Viking, A Travel Saga and its sequel, Gone Viking 2 Beyond Boundaries are uh, what have been currently uh, featured on most bookstore shelves. And uh, yeah, we're going to finish the, a trilogy there. There'll be Gone Viking 3, The Holy Grail, uh, will be launched by Rocky Mountain Books, my pub publisher at the uh, later in uh, 2023 and uh, but prior to that I'm very very proud to be sharing another um, artistic travel memoir a little more regional here on the west coast of Canada called A Season on Vancouver Island and it's a mixed media and, and I'm very very proud of that sharing some original painted photos of these uh, explorations around a gorgeous uh, historically rich part of the province of British Columbia. Um, these are uh, the indigenous lands of Coast Salish nations as well as Kwakwakwak and uh, Nechalnuth nations. So we've got five millennia of history uh, just in this gorgeous uh, archipelago off the uh, Pacific coast of British Columbia. And that a season on Vancouver Island will be launched in the fall of 22, 2022. I've been to Vancouver once and it was an amazing experience. It was cold, but breathtaking views, the landscape, pure. So how do we tell our listeners to get a copy of your book? What would I say uh, to make readers want to get their hands uh, on my books? I suppose uh, I could brag about um, both Gone Viking, A Travel Saga, and Gone Viking 2, Beyond Boundaries, being bestsellers and having won some literary awards. Uh, but I'd probably mention, I would sh shamelessly mention the fact that both titles uh, were selected by the Miramichi Reader, which is a Canadian uh, literary journal, as the very best nonfiction books for 2021. And uh, you can find them featured uh, prominently in most of the travel lit and adventure travel sections of the bookstores around uh, certainly uh, North America and as well as uh, uh, Australia and uh, some European stores. And obviously everything's available online now too, if that's easier for you, or if you're a Kindle kind of person or an ebook reader. So uh, that would be my uh, sales pitch, but more uh, than anything, just probably quoting some readers when they say, hey, uh, reading these books is like uh, having a decent uh, trip with, with someone whose company you enjoy. And it's just sort of a very uh, enjoyable or informative or thought-provoking uh, getaway and escape. We encourage the readers to read about it, right? Get a copy of your book. But if you can give us like three lines, three of your favorite lines, we would want to hear it. So people can get a 
feel for the book. Some favorite lines from the books. Okay, well, I suppose one of the first that comes to mind is um, a reader who is uh, a lifetime writer and journalist um, got in touch and after reading the first book on Viking and Travel Saga, he said, hey, this is a great line in particular. And I realized, oh, okay, maybe that one does resonate perhaps more than some of the others. So I'll share it with you. And, and it goes like this, why leave this idyllic spot to track some of the world's most inhospitable places? I asked myself this more than once, the one word answer invariably the same, Viking. And so that quote refers to the fact that Viking was originally a verb, meaning to go voyaging, which was exactly what I've done now for a number of years, was to have gone Viking. And uh, another quote, sure, I'll share one with you from Gone Viking 2, Beyond Boundaries, uh, in which I'm actually quoting some notes from one of my favorite old journals, a dog-eared um, a book with a band around it and a map of the world and it finds its way into the pages of this uh, Gone Viking sequel and it goes like this Travel, the allure of escape exoticism and yes for some bragging rights for the rest of us it represents time warped slivers of childhood when this world remained a place of mystery, adventure where you can live for a spell a hero's life, desert sand high seas and buried treasure X marks a spot to other worlds, imagination, moments when the universe is nothing more than pure potential. I mean, as a writer, there must be a heck of a lot of writer's block or getting that kind of inspiration just to keep it going. Right? So what inspirational code that keeps you going as a writer and what helps you get through those tough times and just go through your goal in finishing the book? A motivational quote that keeps me going? Well, I would probably always reference an attitude of abundance. I've, I've been uh, adamant about stressing that, uh, seeing the world as an abundant place and never ever envisioning the notion of getting a, a bigger slice of the pie. I see infinite ingredients to make endless numbers of pies. So get out there with your best attitude you can muster and make your pie. Being an accomplished writer, being an awardee, what advice can you give other aspiring authors? Maybe taking a crack at travel literature or any literature for that matter. My advice to aspiring writers? Well, that would be to always keep improving your craft. That should be an ongoing lifelong goal for all of us that uh, make our living as writers. You know, at the end of the day, someone's gonna pay money to read your book and they deserve nothing less than the very best you have to offer. Uh, respect your reader and uh, give them your very, very best. And then next time, improve on that. So if you've finished a book, first off, congratulations. And if you feel it's your very best, I'd say way to go. You probably only need to rewrite it another 10 times. And I'm serious about that. And we all can remember to aspire to deliver our very, very best, whatever we're doing, but certainly in the writing field and genre. Uh, readers deserve the very, very best. And uh, why else should we put our time and effort into reading unless it's something that really is worth our time and effort and, uh, and attention? So I want to thank New Reader Magazine again for this uh, fun opportunity. Uh, it's enjoyable and engaging. And uh, thank you so much to our Gone Viking community, uh, readers and supporters of uh, the first book, Gone Viking, The Travel Saga, and its sequel, Gone Viking 2, Beyond Boundaries. And for those of you that uh, may get your hands on the upcoming travel memoir, a season on Vancouver Island, I do hope you enjoy it. 
And uh, I thank you all. And for those of you that are writers, I wish you uh, ongoing success on this very fun journey. You know, you're a part of a a proper community and uh, that support just never goes away. So thank you again. So that's it for the show. I'm glad we have Bill giving us an insight on Gone Viking and all his other works. And we'll be lucky to have him again on the show. Not Your Ordinary Review show will be on Spotify weekly and we'll be featuring another author. Give us a listen. Give us a follow on New Reader Media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Pinterest. And don't forget to support us at Patreon. That's New Reader Media. And be sure to give us your ideas. Send us an email. Send us a message. And we'll be happy to cater in what you want us to review in the next show or the next segment. We'll be happy to make a new segment for you. All is okay. Be sure to give us a call at 1-800-734-7871. And remember, this is Not Your Ordinary Review Show. New Reader Media. Not Your Ordinary Review Show. New Reader Media. Give us a call at 1-800-734-7871. Seven eight seven one.